Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Hello, ladies and germs. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Dilettante Ball. I'm Johnny. I'm Spencer. Here on Dilettante Ball, we go on Wikipedia. We quick random article. And we talk about it. Yeah, we do. Today, like last week, we're in the car. The sweet, sweet wheels on the hot, hot road. Uh, we're driving to Kansas City. Are you doing Allen Ginsberg poetry? Yes. <laughs> um, the, Did where, you ever read? Uh, how? On, on, no. Well, sure, but on the road? Nope. Oh, man, it changed my life. When I was a senior in high school, I was like, yeah, man, this is America. God. Yeah, well, that's who I am. Yep. Uh, we're driving to an improv festival, and it's and boy, is, is my arms tired. <laughs> um, do you think... So, I know there's a lot of road noise, probably. Maybe. Um, do you think, though, a stationary car would be, like, a very good place to record? Ooh, like in the trunk? Yeah. <laughs> Just s- curled up in the dark in yeah. the trunk. I feel like it's got good sound properties. I could imagine such a thing. Yeah. Okay, what? I should get a car. Because most car don't most cars now like like modern cars have like um, ma- they're made out of mattresses and egg crates. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's called a crumple zone. Yeah, I believe. Do I get an article? Yeah. Well, I would like you to because okay. I'm driving. Well, fine. I'll do it this time. Well, John. Uh, you called me John both of these episodes. Because that's the giveaway to let you know that you're in for a treat. Two treats in a row. I'm going to start just getting articles every every week. Because I'm two for two on things that you love. Because this article is Gimme More, a song recorded by American singer Britney Spears for her fifth studio album, Blackout. Have we gotten Gimme More before? We've gotten other Britney Spears songs. We definitely have gotten at least one of hers. Uh, this is a good song. This is a good album. Uh, let's see. It was released on September 20th, 2007 by Jive Records as the lead single. Gimme More was recorded in 2006 during Spears' second pregnancy and was one of the first solo productions by Danger. The song opens with an intro in which Spears utters the phrase, Yep, yep, yep. It's Britney, bitch. Oh, so good. <laughs> I mean, that's like, and I believe it's, I think it's the first track on the album. I mean, it's just like. How good is that? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Fuck, this album rules. After we finish recording this, we're going to listen to Blackout. Uh, okay, fine. And you're going to love it. Fine. It's uh, so good. Yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan of dance pop and electro pop with breathy vocals. Same. <laughs> breathy, uh. breathy vocals. Um, you're a big Britney head. I am. Is there a word for that? A word for Britney fans? Uh, I don't know. Britches. That's pretty good. Yeah, thanks. I don't know. Um, this is her second highest peaking single at the time. Yeah, it's what a could fucking, be the first one? I wonder. Uh, baby, one more time, probably. Yeah. Okay. It's pretty good. Yep. She's got a bunch. She. Uh, she has so many good songs. You like? Okay. She has so many good songs. You know so many of her songs. Oh no, like, I totally do. Like. Uh. So. Uh. Uh. 
Can't believe I did it again. <laughs> can't believe I did. I can't believe you've done this. No, uh, uh, no. How how has it happened once again? <laughs> uh, girl, not a girl, not a girl, still a woman. Yep. Uh, I'm trying here so hard. That's not one. Uh, <laughs> w- wonder, what's the one where she's like mad that Shimmer? Is that it? I think I know which one you're talking about, but Special. I don't want to give it away. Glitters. That is Mariah Carey. No. <laughs> Fuck, hold on. No. The one where she's like sad and she has like a split personality. I'm so special. Is that it? Oh, no. That is the one that I thought you were thinking of. It's not special. But I'll let you keep guessing. She's a star. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, she cries, cries, she cries. cries in her lonely. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a keeper. If there's nothing missing in my life then why do these tears come at night that didn't help it's not called tears at night she's she's a luck she's lucky she's yep. lucky i knew it <laughs> i knew it was some kind of perfume or something yep you know i mean the best the the best one though oh uh, yeah i know um you i bet you would think this is the best one uh the one from her early career maybe not no i mean no definitely not it's later than early but not Late. What is it? Or give me a lyric, maybe. I any oh, lyric oh, would give it away. Toxic. Yes. The the one song I actually know the words to and the, the the best one. The the title of. It's the best song. The music it's video really is like good. a it's like fucking Akira. nonstop banger. Yeah. It's so good. She's on a sick motorcycle the whole time or um, airplane. Uh, in the beginning, she's on a she's a space flight attendant in a space airplane. Yes. Yeah. Then she like jumps out and every every time she's in a new place, she changes her wig. Yeah. yeah. And then she's on like a motorcycle. Yeah. It fucking rules. Yeah, it does rule. I remember when that came out, just being like, damn, dude, this rocks. Yep. Uh, oh, she did the one, uh, Slay for You. That's yeah. a little. Yep. She's trying to steal Christina Aguilera's spotlight, maybe? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there was. Going so for that demo? Chris, Christina was kind of the bad girl. Yeah, and, for sure. And Brittany was kind of the good girl. Um, and then Slave for You, there was like Slave for You, and then her VMA performance of Satisfaction, were both kind of like, uh, I'm not, I'm, I'm not that innocent, uh, right, right. you know, like. Oh was there a snake? She, there was a snake. Uh, she has had some iconic VMA performances. Oh my god! All involving snakes. All of them, all of them with snakes. Well, a snake is her producer, right? <laughs> uh, just a snake. <laughs> yeah. A snake. A snake. Um, is DJ Snake is that um Ooh. turned down for what? Ooh, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Isn't there like a DJ Bird Call or something? I mean, probably. Yes, the answer is yes. Do you have a DJ name, or is there like a fun way to find that out? Like, first letter of your first name. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's like the thing you're scared <laughs> of the most, like DJ Papercut. Oh, it's not mine, but that's someone's. What is what am I most DJ afraid of? DJ whales are too big. <laughs> <laughs> DJ the sound of two balloons rubbing together. I don't know what I'm afraid of. I'm, trying to I'm guess afraid your of like everything. DJ teeth keep falling out of my head and uh, I can't st- yeah, that's got I got you. D- uh, D- DJ being trapped some not not even physically but just in a place where I can't really get out easily. <laughs> Like, um, whether it be an actual place or a social uh, situation. A, a small constricting hallway, even. Somewhere where there's no clear exit path. <laughs> DJ. But it's not ho- claustrophobia. <laughs> it's different than that. Is it a f- Maybe it's a fear of the, like, a trash compactor from Star Wars? No. 
It's more like this is all the name still. It's yeah, yeah, <laughs> the conversation. All of this. Um like I don't I don't like uh being somewhere when I don't know when the thing will end. Okay. And I don't have a good way to get out of it. Here for instance, if New if, Year's Eve Times Square. Jesus Christ. Can you imagine? No. I would never. Because you know everybody's just pissing down their own legs. <laughs> yeah, straight up. You have to. It's the law. It's required. Um for, for instance, if if this were a much longer trip, yeah, and for some reason you were driving, okay, and I could not drive, that would kind of freak you out a little. That would that would freak me out big time. Okay. Well, you're lucky. I don't have my 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 license. Okay, I am. Yeah. I am very lucky. Because oh man, I'm a I'm a, I'm a road maniac. I love the road. The road loves road me. maniac is my favorite Mad Max movie. <laughs> <laughs> Road maniac, come on, come out and have a good time. <laughs> was that was that just uh, the lead singer from Van Halen? Yeah, <laughs> what's his fucking name? Eli Roth. Yep, what the Eli fuck Roth. Was the name of the Eli Roth. God damn it! I like this fun thing that we've started where you can't remember anything. Yeah, it's real fun. It's it's cool that I have early onset fucking Alzheimer's. I ha- I also have a terrible memory and it, it very much scares me. Yeah, that's another thing that scares me. Yeah, <laughs> how what DJ can't recall anything of value. DJ, what disease will slowly kill me? <laughs> I was talking to somebody the other day. And DJ, how will I inconvenience my loved ones <laughs> late in life? <laughs> DJ, holiday with my family. Oh God. Yeah, that's a good one for me. DJ Wife's Burden. <laughs> <laughs> DJ Wife's Burden. <laughs> um, what the hell was I going to say? Oh, someone was saying, like, uh, it was someone a little bit older than me, like, in their late 30s, uh, and they had this interesting perspective, like, you know, like, like one day you'll just wake up and realize, like, your parents <laughs> aren't just like your parents anymore. They're, like, old. Yeah. And and then they'll, they'll die of something. But... Since they have, since they're double your age, you'll have like a, a glimpse into the future of what you could die from. Yeah. So you you have potentially the chance to save yourself. Ooh. You know. So it's like, oh yeah, like you know, my dad died of a, a heart attack or whatever. And it's like, oh my well, god. Well, then you know. Yeah. You have to stop yourself from eating bacon so goddamn much. It's like getting the almanac. Exactly. It's a great sports almanac, but for how how you're gonna die? Yeah. It's just big fish. I don't think that's what fish. happened in Big Fish. No, no, no. For, for, yeah, it happens in Big Fish. That's like a, a plot point in the early... Well, not the Grey's Almanac. Uh, they go to visit a witch, and she, like, whispers in, like, <clears throat> one of their ears, like, how they'll die. Oh, and isn't it like you'll be surrounded by Andre the Giant and all your best buds? Yeah, basically, yeah. Is Andre the Giant in that? No, he was long dead by the time the movie came out. Oh, he still could have been in it, I guess. No, it was a different fellow, a different big fellow. Okay. Yeah. Um, I can picture the guy Did talking he about have him. a posse? He, I think he had a posse. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, was Big Fish good? Uh, I, it and might what, be. I, what I mean is, it was good in high school. We all know this. Right. It was very good. It brought a tear to all of our eyes. But I don't recall. Is it big now? Was Danny DeVito in that film? Oh, he had to have been some sort of like circus a ringmaster. ringmaster. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. So he was. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember Jack Shit. I can remember Danny DeVito was a ringmaster in Big Fish. What if he wasn't? And we just both like. I hope to God that's true. We're like, yeah, Danny DeVito, the ringmaster, the ringmaster in Big Fish. Oh, that'd be so good. I hope it's true. Fuck. 
So you hope that he wasn't? No, I hope he absolutely was not in that movie. Can you can you vamp maybe while I look this up? Because I think that's worth finding you're, out. I don't think you're allowed to look it up. That's the I, rules. Just like I want just to find like out. you're not allowed to draw the Roadrunner's penis. We're not allowed to look anything up. <laughs> okay, fine. look it up after the show. That's true. That's fine. Uh, I I found out the. The, the fellow that corrects us uh, on a weekly basis on Twitter, yeah. David McGuff. Yeah, he's a good dude. Good guy. He The things he corrects... First of all, he'll have like 12 corrections for each episode. Which is amazing. It is amazing. Uh, <laughs> well, hold on. I have, a, I have a supplementary piece to that. First of all, he doesn't look that up. He just knows these things. Well, yeah. we we. But the, other, the, the caveat is we don't look him up. So he could be totally lying oh, to... You shit. know what I mean? Like... We're not fact-checking his fact-checking. That's true. If someone else could get on that, actually... Yeah, we're going to need a third... Like, a tertiary sort of, like, fact-checking crew. And eventually we will get to the truth. <laughs> yeah, it's going to come back around to us. Um, we, we, we're we right sometimes, certainly. Yeah, I mean, a broken clock is right twice a day. Yeah. Is that true? Um, it, I mean, unless unless you're on a 24-hour clock. Oh, damn it. So, can't we get that right? Um, who does the world use twenty four hour clock? I don't think so. Um, and what do you mean, other countries? I mean, us. Anyone but us. Everyone but us. I think it's like. Uh, Why do we use a twelve hour? Clock? I think other English speaking countries use a twelve hour clock, but for like business hours and flights and stuff like that, they yeah. use the twenty four hour. Just for clarity. You know what I learned about um, Japanese uh, air- airplanes? No. <laughs> I mean, I assume they're exactly like they're, ours. Yeah, I've been in one. It seemed the same. So, you know how like you'll, you'll be on a plane, you'll fly somewhere, and when you land, the, the pilot or a, f- a flight attendant or someone will say, uh, cool, welcome to uh, Chicago. The current temperature is 78 degrees, yeah. and the local time is 132, mm-hmm. right? So, the when you're in Japan, the way you would tell time, if you were saying... Um, Seven o'clock, I believe you say uh, Chi which is the one of the. There's two ways to say seven: Chi or Nana. Okay. And when you're telling time, you exclusively say Chi Okay. Except if you're a flight attendant, you would say Nana, because Chi sounds too close to Ichi, which is the word for one. So just to make sure that you know it's seven o'clock and not one o'clock. That's fun. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and also, they get free peanuts. Fun. Yeah. Um, I, I do believe in, like, France they use a 24-hour clock. They would. And probably Germany. Germany definitely does. Um, yeah, I don't know. Why do we use a 12-hour clock? Or, like, how do, how do any of that get started? It's half as many numbers to keep track of. That's true. You don't have to remember so many numbers. I have a question. Go for it. So I started watching Terrace House recently. I love Terrace House. And... People will say how old they are. Uh huh. Terrace House is a Japanese reality program. We all know this. And <laughs> We're all watching. Sometimes they'll say how old they are, yeah. and then the number on the screen will be one off. Why is that? Are you sure? Yes. Because there will be like. The uh, translation will say. The translation will say one thing, and then there will be like a little info thing right. that has another thing. And it will always, it, not always, but often will be one off. I wonder if it's something like this. They will say. Uh, I'm 19, and so the captions will say 19, and then maybe the thing that gets displayed is their year in school when they graduate. So it would say, like, 20, meaning 2020. Sure. Does it say apostrophe 20? No. (laughs) So it would be like, I'm 22, and then the thing would say 23. (laughs) 
<laughs> Maybe they're lying and the cat, the like, the ca- no, we're gonna- no, 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 we got you. We yeah. got your ass. <laughs> Try again, asshole. Um, <laughs> you can't drink. Okay, well, when you know, you know, let me know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, well, I want to go back and rewatch Terrace House now. Oh, no. Yeah. It's a great show. It's very it's, good. I'm on the third season. It is. Or the fourth, technically. Um, great British Bake Off yeah. is to. Uh, chopped, yeah. say, as Terrace House is to the real world. That's exactly what it's like. It's great. Just, yeah, so much more, like, nice and soothing. Super nice. The best thing is whenever a new person comes into the house, the first thing they say to everybody is, I look forward to living with you. Yeah, that's oh. so good. Oh. Yeah, and I've take- never said that to anyone that I've lived with in my life. <laughs> Yeah, it's all it's all very like there's almost like no fighting, and if if there is a fight, everyone just like sits together the the kitchen table and like figures it out. In this one, the the boys have like a little rec room kind of. Yeah. And when they sit down the first time in there, they're like, "This room's awesome." And then one of them goes, "Yeah, this is where we'll come to share our stories." Oh, it's like, how nice! Yes, it is. Ah, this is where we'll come to share our stories. It's like it's too fucking much. What I what I like too is if there is like. Like on the most recent season, I think that there's a guy who's like 18, okay. like very young guy, 19. <laughs> and then there's another guy, and that guy's like maybe like a, an aspiring cook or something. And the other guy, or one of the other guys, is maybe 30, maybe in his okay. like maybe his like mid 30s. So much like like basically an older brother. Sure. And and that dynamic is instantly that's how it is. So like. The, the older guy will, like give him like brotherly advice and like Ugh. like help him like out with stuff and and not unsolicited like the the younger guy will like come to him and be like like what do you think I should do about this like I have a crush on this girl but you know <sighs> yeah and he'll give like good real advice like you just you gotta be true to your heart you know <laughs> what a pal yeah it's awesome ah, man anyway I, everybody go watch watch Terrace House I love it's on, Terrace it's House it's on Netflix you can watch Terrace House you can watch Great British Bake Off yep. You, uh, you can watch Cube, which is unlike the other two things. So don't, don't put those together. What what is on your like sort of Halloween creep watch list? Uh, they have a ton of of scary movies on Netflix that are all like just slightly under the radar. Okay. So like they're ones like I wasn't familiar with, but like I I went on to like a you know like top thirty movies on Netflix, just top scary movies. And, sure. And they're like here are the movies and here's why they're good. Like, um, there's one maybe you watched it with me. Um, it's about a, a woman who is deaf, so she can't she can't hear anything. Right, and I'm lives, aware of the. Okay, so you, that's the premise. Okay. So, uh, and she lives in the middle of, like the woods by herself, basically. And and there's like a guy, who is like, trying to break in, so like, trying to like terrorize her, basically. And so like a lot of the movie will be from her perspective, so we won't even hear. Oh, I hate that. So like it'll just be like, her sitting at the computer, like writing her novel or whatever. And then the camera will be like, you'll be able to see behind her the guy trying to figure out how to get in. And she just, she's unaware of it. Fuck. Yeah. So it's very like nerve wracking. Uh, I forget what it's called though, but it can't be hard to hear. It can't be hard to hear. Fuck. (laughs) Can't be hard to find. Yeah. Um, Cube is up there. There's like 40 Hellraisers. You can watch those. Those are pretty crazy. Um, I think they get worse, so maybe just watch the first one or two. Well, start with the last one and work back so they get That's better. a really fun way to do that, yeah. Um, what else is there? I don't, I don't know. know. I mean, I on my list is, I, and I say this every year, but I, this year I'm going to do it. 
I'm go- I want to watch all of the the movies that they have houses for uh, haunted houses for Halloween Horror Nights. Okay, sure. So what would that include? So there's a Stranger Things house, which sure. I've already seen. I'm very stoked about. Uh, I believe there is a uh, Poltergeist. Okay. And uh, I think there's a Halloween. Um, the movie, not, like not the season. Um, yeah, a bunch of classics. Have you I, seen Halloween? Uh, no, I've seen well, Friday the 13th. Well, Johnny, did you know that if you're a Patreon subscriber, oh, yeah, you can listen to a, a brand new podcast only for Patreon listeners uh, called Welcome to Haddonfield, which is a, a rundown of every Halloween movie that's ever been made. Every movie in the Halloween franchise, not every Halloween movie that's <laughs> yeah, ever correct. been made. So if you're looking for a podcast about Halloween Town 2 Calabar's Revenge, uh, you ain't going to find it there. I'm Look sorry. elsewhere. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, and it's hosted by uh, Nick Lathan, who's, um, who, who hosts uh, Welcome to Flavortown. What the fuck does he host? Riverside Falls. Maybe. <laughs> yes, Riverside Falls. Uh, we're going to be on an episode of that. We will be. Uh, we, we requested the one, that w- the weird one, what the Season of the Witch. Yeah, which was already taken. Oh, it's a hot commodity. So I think we got four? That sounds right, yeah. The one where, I don't know, he's a mummy maybe? The one, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's my favorite episode of Friends. The one where he's a mummy. <laughs> <clears throat> Did they ever do a Halloween Friends? Yeah, there was. There was one where uh, a couple... Uh, the only thing I remember that is... That might be fun. A couple people were making out on the couch. Nice. And then a spooky ghost hand turns off the light, which is always a fun and interesting thing to me on sitcoms. I think we were talking about this before with Boy Meets World. Uh, Boy Meets World, there is magic and apparently time travel. Uh, someone told me on Twitter, there's time travel in the Boy Meets... So that's just... The Boy Meets-averse. <laughs> uh, the, the, boy- meets, the Meets World-averse. Um, <laughs> Why would you just call it the Boy Meets World? Because there's Girl Meets World, too. Uh, that's the, the world. Okay, the so sequel the world, show, the world averse, the meets world averse. Um, and so then, like, oh, there are ghosts are real in Friends, right? It's like, yeah, and it's um, been established now. I be, I think there was like an episode of Roseanne where there was like a ghost that was real that freaked me out real bad when I was a kid. Do you did you watch Salute Your Shorts? Absolutely, Zeke the Plumber. Zeke the fucking plumber. Zeke the plumber. What the fuck? Zeke the plumber's Sh- real. Scary. <laughs> That's maybe the scariest thing that's ever been made. Do you think it's still scary? I 100% believe it's still scary. We should watch it. I would love to watch it and, and find not out be that scared at all. Finally, I would love that. I'd love to not have. I'd love to have one nice good night's sleep. How many episodes of Are You Afraid of the Dark do you think are actually scary? All of them. No, probably none of them. Yeah. They were scary as shit when I was a kid. I fairly recently watched uh, the Haunted Mask Goosebumps episode. Yeah. Is not it just- very scary, but it's very fun. <laughs> Is it just the mask, but? Quote yes. unquote scary. Uh, kind of actually. Okay. Kind of. Because it turned into a goblin. Yeah. Okay. No powers though. <laughs> Just a stupid little shriveled up goblin. Um, I bet it'd be fun to read some of those Goosebumps books. Well, we tried it. Yeah, once, we did. I guess it wasn't that and fun. And it wasn't that fun. We read one and we. Reader said, beware! They <laughs> ain't that good. <laughs> um, one cool thing about the haunted mask, though, the is like so every chapter of the Goosebumps books we found out ended on like a fake cliffhanger. Right. It was like, and there was a noise behind the door. Chapter ends. New chapter. It was his brother, <laughs> his little brother with his stinky socks. Uh, every time it would go to a commercial break, it would do the same thing. Oh, that's great. It was real Just keep fun. the spirit of the yeah. books. I th- Hardy Boys might have done that too, I think. Just every chapter ends on like a cliffhanger. I never read the Hardy Boys. I'm just, this Me neither. I just read about this the other day. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, a lot of librarians didn't like Hardy Boys. How come? Because it was just bad writing for, t- for kids. Bad writing for kids. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. W- w- what else are kids supposed to fucking read? Uh, at the time, I don't Dictionaries? know. Dictionaries? Boys Life? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, highlights. 
I mean, what it, is is Nancy Drew also poorly written? Um, I don't know because I, I, to me, they're those are all in the same the cat- same yeah. kind of thing, and probably have sort of the same number of, you know, the same um, uh, number fre- of frequency of of publication. You know, same like, amount of cranked outness. Yes, yeah, whatever the word for that is. Uh, also, all the Hardy Boys books, I think, to this day, are written um, by the same person. Oh my god! Uh, twist. It's actually a pen name that is owned by the company. So it's like a billion ghostwriters that all just like write the books, but since the company owns the name, they don't have to like pay out. You know what I mean? Like weird. Yeah, or like they, you know what I mean? Like they get paid for their work, but right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the logic was that was that um, like if if like one dude wrote the books uh, and then he went to go write something else instead, that the readership would follow him rather than like the Hardy Boys name or whatever. So to like counteract that, they just made the pen name. Cool. Yeah. So. Way to go! Do you publishers. need any more Hardy Boys trivia? Or? No, that just that sucks. <laughs> like, yeah, totally. Fuck you. Yeah, fuck the Hardy Boys. Which is like 40, 40s capitalism, like yeah, the height of like that kind of shit of like, yeah, screwing other people over. Well, maybe not the height, but they were doing it then too. Ugh. Yeah. What's the name of the fake author of? Uh, it's like it's like Carlton Dixby or something like that. What about is is Nancy Drew similar? Uh, that I don't know. I was researching Hardy Boys. <laughs> What about the Babysitters Club? Goosebumps uh, is all R.L. Stein. We know this. Yeah, the Steiniverse, um, the Win Ben Stein's Moneyverse. Uh, what, was, what was the question? I got sidetracked. Nancy Drew. Oh yeah, and the Babysitters Club. Babysitters Club. Yeah. yeah. Those you are, think that's all one person? Uh, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, Boxcar Children. Boxcar Racer. Yeah. Was Boxcar Children Hardy Boys, but with more kids? Yeah, I think it's just poor Hardy Boys. <laughs> Hardy, Hardy, like, yeah, Hardy Boys down on their luck. <laughs> oh, because they were, were... Did they live in a boxcar? Is it, that the... I've never read a single book. I just imagine that they were, yeah, like... All they wearing were, fingerless gloves and... <laughs> right. Stove, stovepipe hat with, with a flappy... Fl- yeah. yeah. We've all seen a cartoon. <laughs> they all eat beans. <laughs> well, they all eat half of a bean. They cut it. <laughs> they got cut in half, yeah. Um, Do you remember watching the movie um, The Little Boy, Dennis the Menace? The Little Boy Dennis the Menace. I do believe I remember a film called The Little Boy Dennis the Menace, yeah. And and, he, and his nemesis was the old man, Mr. Wilson. Yeah, that is what his name was. Do you remember that he met a hobo? No. Yeah, or maybe not a hobo. Maybe he was an escape convict. Uh, Dennis the Menace did. I, 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 sure. I'm not. It was played by Christopher Lloyd. Okay. And they ate beans together. I remember there was... um. A, a Disney cartoon, I believe it was Mickey and the Beanstalk. Yeah, maybe. And he cuts a bean, he, like he cuts little tiny slices off the bean. Yeah, and I'm, that was always they had a single slice of bread, and he had to cut the bread slice yeah. so thin that you could see through it. I but I remember I always just liked the way it looked. It cartoon was like a very it was like a very satisfying like watching him cut down. Uh, you know what always looked really good to me? What? And I don't, I don't even like this this food, but it always just looks so good. In the Brave Little Toaster, yeah, there's a guy who is eating marshmallows. He like works in like the like electronics store or something. Okay. And he's eating marshmallows, and those marshmallows looked so goddamn good. To he's me. just popping whole marshmallows into his yeah. mouth. Yeah. Uh, and I fucking hate marshmallows, but those ones looked so good. What? How do they do that? I don't know. There's like. Find the purest way to distill, like... This is a tasty treat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, because, like... Like a roast chicken. Oh. You're like, oh, give me some of that. Yeah. Put the whole thing in my mouth, pull out the carcass. Yeah. Like, I would never want to eat um, a fish from a garbage can, but every time Heathcliff does it, I'm oh, like... Oh, brother. Give me some of that. 
Use the trash can with like a nice plate. Bring your bring your best gal. <laughs> yeah. Eat dinner in the alley under a garbage ape moon. <laughs> Some candle stubs on your little yeah. Are you aware of the garbage ape? Oh, I'm aware of the garbage ape. Okay. It's impossible to explain. Yeah, I mean, I, well, all I would recommend, which I think we've done in the past, but all I would recommend is just check out some Heathcliff comics, you know? Just do it. They're they're unreasonable. Reading Heathcliff comics is dangerous. It's like hazardous hazardous to your health. It, it like and and every story that H.P. <sighs> Lovecraft ever wrote. <laughs> <laughs> When someone goes insane by the end of the book, it's because it's not because of Necronomicon. It's because they've read Heathcliff. Yeah, it's like an unspeakable horror. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. Oh my god, that's so funny. Yes, that's it. It's it's like the author of Heathcliff is Alhazar. Uh, what's his name? Alhazrod or whatever the the, I don't the know. mad Arab who wrote the Necronomicon. Like, sure, that's who writes Heathcliff now. Uh, on the other hand, probably the best comic now. Yeah, maybe ever. Nancy. Nancy. It's really good. Nancy's on fucking fire right now. It's I'm which interesting to see how long it lasts, like th- at that level. It's it's crazy that a a, a comic strip in the fucking funny pages <laughs> in 2018 is like so good. Yeah, yeah, totally. Like Bill Watterson ran for ten years with Calvin and Hobbes, never wrote a bad strip in his life. Can can this new author last ten years? I don't know. Yeah, I guess we'll find out. Uh, I mean the 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 guy before her. Went a long uh, time, and it, it was garbage. He, it was fucking trash. But he he did have some good ones, like back in his younger days. Sure. Just like I imagine, like there's probably some good Garfield strips somewhere. Do you do you remember the Garfield books where he was like a leader of a pet force in space? No, I would get the big, uh, just the books of the Garfield strips. Yeah, to read after I was done taking my FCAT <laughs> test. That's not what I thought you were gonna say. <laughs> big old Garfield comic strip book after I was done taking a big shit. <laughs> Just sit there for another 40 minutes and just <laughs> chuckle slightly to myself. <laughs> oh, Odie. <laughs> Mailing Nermal to Abu Dhabi. <laughs> Je- uh, Jessica did not know who Nermal was. And I had to desc- I had to describe Nermal and Garfield's relationship to her. And it was a, such a strange thing to talk about in real life. They're not related, right? No, I believe Nermal is just a cute cat that Garfield doesn't like because... Because uh, she's cute. I think Nermal is a boy. Matt Garfield's a girl. Garfield is a girl. Okay. <laughs> um, Ner- and and then Garfield also always wants to mail Nermal, which Gar- is Garfield what, what? is just the 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 old grandma from the greeting cards, but in cat form. Whoa! So maybe everyone just needs to lighten up and stop being such a grump. And that 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 old lady, whatever her name may be, has made a a pretty pretty good transition to um. Uh, super JPEG Facebook <laughs> posts too. <laughs> she did she is she exclusively on cards on Hallmark cards? Uh, she wasn't part of like Grimm. Did she come? Was, did she come from a? Uh, a she a seemed like she would have. Yeah, I mean, she has that look. Kathy was a comic strip, big time, and kind of has made forays elsewhere. What is this old lady's name? Because I know who you're talking about Gertie. Gertie. Yeah, is it? I don't know. I feel like she's like, maybe her hair is like always like in curlers or something. And or? she, I feel like she's always smoking a cigarette. 
<laughs> right? Yeah, sure. Definitely has her house slippers still on. Oh, for sure. Maybe uh, maybe no pants, just like a big shirt. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> definitely picturing that. A tall yeah. Doesn't really care. Still wearing sunglasses. I think she has a oh, hangover. Oh, for sure. Always wearing sunglasses. Yeah, she's hang- hungover for sure. Is this really what she looks like? Yeah. Because I feel like she it always is. has a coffee cup, and there's probably just like some Bailey's in there. Yeah, for sure. Um, th- we're also describing my favorite character from an infomercial. Oh, the, the, has this ever happened to you? Uh, th- no, the, there is a magic bullet infomercial. Oh, shit. Okay. And the pretense is that a bunch of people are over some... They spent the night at someone's house after a wild party. Okay. And none of them could drive home. This is the premise this is the of premise the of infomercial. Commercial. Okay. Um, and one of the people, for some reason, it's all a bunch of, like, middle-aged, just, like, Yeah, 30, 40-somethings. And... And one of the people is like an old lady wearing like a big nightgown, smoking sure. a cigarette. She's like in, in her seventies. Yeah, and she's like, "What are you talking about with this magic bullet? <laughs> just give me my coffee." <laughs> but like, just in the infomercial, yeah. in the house. Is there character development over the course of the commercial where she comes around? She, I mean, I do you know. Always, I do I guess assume we did learn something. She today. buys a magic bullet at the end. God damn it! Is she the one that says like? Gonna make creamy snow? No, that was a different infomercial. Oh, uh, different commercial together. Okay. She says, "Fuck you and your magic bullet." <laughs> <laughs> the only magic bullet I know is the one that killed Kennedy. <laughs> Everything went downstairs from. Uh, what, do you, what do you know? <laughs> what? Yeah, exactly. It was a cube. The Cubans? Nah, it was a CIA. Now when are you gonna chop up all that old food from last night and put in an omelet for me? Can the magic bullet do that? Oh, it can? <laughs> Literally, yes. <laughs> Surely it can also make soup. <laughs> can it make Fuck off. <laughs> I swear to God, if that thing's also a blender, <laughs> then you can put special rings on the top that are different colors so everybody knows who's margaritas, who's... I'm going to flip my goddamn lid right here in your kitchen, Susan. <laughs> Fuck you, it can. <laughs> Smell you later. Scared. Man, I remember the first time I saw a universal remote. I thought, this changes everything. Yeah, I guess that's fine. <laughs> Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.